0: The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you for joining me yet again for another episode of the Mental Reps Podcast. And it always makes me laugh when people ask um, ask me to do episodes like this, where I explain a day in my life. And the reason I laugh is because I would argue that I'm one of the most repetitive, scheduled, structured people that I know. And my day-to-day looks very freaking similar. But I guess that makes doing something like this and explaining a day in my life a whole lot easier because it's quite literally the same. Well, mostly the same, Monday through Friday. Obviously, weekends change a little bit as well, but Monday through Friday, I could pretty much just copy and paste my day, my food, my schedule, my plan. It's all very, very similar. But I wanted to do an episode like this just to give you guys a little bit more uh, insight into me and who I am and how my life and my day runs. And uh, just to get a little bit more personal with you guys, obviously, I'm coming on here each week with a lot of information and education and tips, tricks, things that I've learned. And don't get me wrong, that's all super valuable information. But I initially started this podcast to just get to know everyone a little bit better and get to kind of showcase me and my knowledge in my life as well. So wanted to change things up and break things down for a day in my life. Also too, like being an online health and fitness coach, which if you didn't know, hi, hello, I am an online health and fitness coach. Um, I wanted to explain a little bit about that as well, because I feel like it goes 50-50 for people who know kind of exactly what that is or a, a general gist of what that is. And some people are like, "Uh, you're a what? Like an online trainer? How do you train people online? Like there is a lot of confusion and questions that I get about like, what the heck do you do all day? Like, are you just on Instagram? Is that like your job? Like, no, that is not my job. So I thought it'd be cool to run through a day in my life, explain more about online coaching, kind of what that looks like for me, um, and explain how I coach my girls, my clients, and just kind of how I take care of myself throughout the process. Because even though I work from home, which I will get into in a little bit, um, I try to schedule and structure my day as if I go into the office and as if I have like a set time and deadlines and things like that, because it helps me to stay on track a lot more with my own personal life and responsibilities and my health and fitness goals and, and all of that jazz. And I really do think that if you're a structured person, usually you get more done throughout the day, like nine times out of 10, you get a lot more done when you have a plan going in than you do if you're just like, yeah, I have, you know, a few things to take care of. And you never really figure out what exactly that looks like. So I'm going to be walking you guys through a day in my life, uh, kind of like a, a weekday, so to speak, just to give a little inside scoop into the very repetitive life of me. So, I start my days pretty early every morning. And to be totally honest, I'm not an early riser. Like, I'm not a morning person when it comes to waking up. Like, once I'm awake and, you know, I'm up before the sun, I'm grinding, I'm doing all this stuff, I get to watch the sunrise. I love that. I have become obsessed with that feeling of accomplishment early in the morning. And even on the days where I don't fill my morning with a ton of stuff, just like, waking up, it's nice and early. You watch the sun come up, you're drinking your coffee, like that vibe, that is my jam. So I have kind of forced myself to become an early riser, to become a morning person because I do love it. But trust me, getting up out of bed every morning is not easy, not an easy task for me. So I start my day, it kind of ranges a little bit. Um, but I usually set my alarm for anywhere between 515 to like 6 a.m., just depending on what my day looks like. But I'm, I mean, I'm up pretty early every single day. Again, these are weekdays. I am not up at 5.15 on a Saturday. Hell to the no. But on the weekdays, I, I definitely am. And I try to get in around three to four of my weekdays, I get a morning workout in. Sometimes I've been going a little later in the afternoon, but typically up around five fifteen, five thirty. Um, at that point, the first thing I do every morning is go to the gym. That is like my wake up, can barely open my eyes, I get dressed, I start my car. Cause hello, I live in Connecticut and it's freezing here in the morning. So I have to start my car just to get that bad boy warmed up a little bit. Um, and then I head out. I usually try to leave my house. If I'm up by like five 15 ish, I'm usually out the door by around six. Um, just going about my morning, getting dressed, getting ready and everything like that. So I head to the gym. Um, I wish I had the luxury of my gym being a little closer to home. I mean, it's not far, but it's about a 20, eh, like an an 18, maybe 16 to 18 minute drive from my house. But again, like six o'clock in the morning, nobody's really on the road. So it's pretty much smooth sailing there. I love, love, love my morning drive to the gym and my drive home from the gym, to be honest, just like blasting music. The only thing I'm worried about in that moment is like the songs that I'm playing, the workout I'm about to hit like that. I freaking feed off of that feeling and I think the reason I love it so much and I sound like such like a gym rat right now but the reason I love it so much is because this time these hours in the morning are probably the only real time of my day where the only thing I'm really worried about is me like that is my self-care that is my me time that is my personal space like do what I want to do without thinking about anything else right like I'm not thinking about work or responsibilities or what I have to get done or meetings or my clients or anything at home. Like it's just me doing what I want to do with my music freaking blasting. So that is like my, my happy place every single morning. So I go to the gym pretty early. Like I said, um, I try to, I'm not even going to bullshit you guys. Like for me to say like I'm at the gym for like an hour each day, like I'm not. I'm there for a while. Um, Usually I'm filming. Usually I'm recording my workouts or filming some sort of like real form video, something like that for Instagram, for content. Um, But I'm usually at the gym for anywhere between an hour and a half to two hours every morning. And that's not like a misery. That's not a punishment. That's not a, you know, I have to like, I love it. I I really love it. I love taking my time with everything while I'm there. I hate having to rush through things or feel like I'm rushed or feel like I can't get through my workout or I'm trying to speed through things, watching the clock. Like that makes me so that ruins my me time. So I would much rather wake my ass up super early and get to the gym super early to have that luxury of free time than try to scrunch everything in in an hour when it's really not possible. So my workouts are typically like a five to 10 ish minute walk on the treadmill, again, just to warm myself up because. I probably just came from outside, which it is freezing. So nice little warm up on the treadmill. Um, then I jump into my warm up lift. That's usually around like an hour, hour ten maybe. If I'm hitting legs, probably a little longer. Um, then we have cardio on the menu if that is the case for the day, and then I head out of there. So it, honestly, it's probably around an hour and a half to two hours, just depending on what I'm up to, what the day looks like filming-wise, and and everything like that. But. Um, heading home after that again, that is my me time. Sometimes I'll listen to music coming out of the gym, which is always so funny. Cause like my phone will auto Bluetooth to my car once I get in it and it'll just continue whatever I was listening to my workout. And like nine times out of 10, it's some like EDM, beat drop, blasting through my speakers. And like, I'm just not in that zone anymore when I'm driving home. So I'll usually try to switch the playlist to just something more in tune to like get me ready for my day, not to like crush, you know, a deadlift PR in the gym. So definitely a different vibe driving home than driving there, but I'll either listen to music or listen to some sort of podcast, motivational something. Just like I said, my drive home from the gym is a lot more like putting me in my mindset, my space for my work day and, and the role that I kind of have to take on as an online coach. And I love that drive. That's again, that's that's all my me time. But I try to be home around 830 ish um, in the morning just to kind of get a head start on my day. And essentially, like I said, structuring my morning, my day, my life as if I work a normal office job, which most people start their office job at around nine. So I'm home, showered, ready to go around 9 a.m., kind of just going about my morning with whatever really kind of pops up, but also making sure I'm in the best space that I need to be mentally before jumping into my day. So I'll touch on this in just a second, but with online coaching and and working with the women that I do, I'm a part of a huge community, which I'm so incredibly thankful for, Um, but it is a lot of people, it is a lot of messages. It's a lot of interaction throughout the day. So I do my very best to make sure that again, my morning, my me time with the gym, and you know, my morning coffee and all that is very much like in solitude and just for me, for myself. Because the second I open up my computer, my phone, whatever it is, it's like ding, ding 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 like notifications galore. And that's cool. That's how I start my day when I'm ready to start my day. But making sure I carve out that time in the morning for myself is huge. Like if you don't have some sort of morning routine in play, here is your sign to do so. Like if you are a work from home person and you roll out of bed and you still have like one sock hanging off from your sleep and you're in your pajamas and you like crawl over to your desk and open up your computer and it's like emails, messages, a Zoom, a meeting, like holy hell, that is, that's no way to start your day. You think you're going to be able to like show up as your best self, If like that's how you roll into your workday, fuck no. No, absolutely not. You're going to be frantic. You're going to be frazzled. You're going to be juggling a bunch of different things and probably half-assing most of it because you're not even awake yet, you know, at that point. So that's why I just, I take my time in the morning. And again, working from home and working the job that I do, I know I structure it like an office job. But if I don't start my day at 9 a.m., I need to take an extra 10, 15 minutes to myself to do what I need to do before I dive in. So be it, right? That's that's the luxury of being an online health and fitness coach and, and being able to kind of create your schedule like that. So I have made sure to prioritize my morning routine. Super simple. Like I said, listening to a podcast, just getting my mind in the right place, journaling, kind of setting up my priorities for the day, making sure, again, I'm not just rushing home and jumping onto my computer. And don't get me wrong, some days looks exactly like that, and I'm responding to messages as I drive home from the gym. But most days, I do my best to carve out that time for me in the morning. So, uh, following up with that, I I want to try to include some meal times in here. Um, let's see. Oh, breakfast. Duh, first meal of the day. Um, breakfast. If you know me or you follow me on Instagram, you know I'm absolutely obsessed with protein oatmeal. I have been in a long term relationship with Protein Oatmeal for about two years now. I kid you guys not. I have been having it every single morning religiously for probably close to two years now like every single morning. And it is essentially the exact same recipe every single time. I have it. I mean, I can make this thing in like 30 seconds. I impress myself. Some mornings, and I I change the uh, amount of ingredients, like the quantity, based on my macros, my, what phase I'm in. If I'm more in building muscle, I'm in a calorie surplus, like the quantities go up. But that protein oatmeal recipe has been <laughs> solidified in my diet for about two years now, and I freaking love it. Freaking love it. I use first form uh, chocolate banana protein and first form chocolate collagen, like a half and half scoop kind of mix in there top it with some peanut butter, top it with some apples, a little cinnamon, sometimes some maple syrup if I'm really feeling rambunctious. And I just cozy right up in the sun and I enjoy every last little bit of it. It's my favorite thing. Can you guys tell? I'm obsessed. Anyway, uh, right alongside that oatmeal, usually as it's like in the microwave cooking, I will mix up my reds and greens um, right around that same time as well. I do reds and greens before eating anything for the entire day. So I work out fasted in the mornings when I'm there super early. Uh, Weekends, I eat before I go. But through the week, fasted workouts, and then I will come home. Reds and greens are first thing in my tummy. And then that protein oatmeal, which is is bae. It is definitely bae. Okay, so let's dive a little deeper now that I'm like starting my workday in exactly what it means to be, at least for me, an online health and fitness coach. And um, if you're in this world, this fitness industry, you know that this has become arguably one of the most saturated populated jobs there is, right? Everyone out there is a health coach, an online coach, a fitness coach. I mean, the actual in-person personal training world. Um, at least in my opinion, has started to dwindle quite a bit. And it's still super you know, necessary. It still has a great purpose. It serves so many benefits to a ton of people. I'm not trying to rag on in-person training. I mean, I was an in-person trainer for quite a while, um, but I do feel like the online version of it has grown and grown and grown. And I think the reason for that too is just because you can work with so many more people and you have the ability to do so much more. Um, so I'm going to talk through kind of my, my day-to-day and my personal take on how I go about coaching, but I can guarantee it is very different person-to-person, company-to-company. If you work for someone, you work for yourself, whatever it may be, I mean, it's going to be a little bit different. For me, being uh, an online health and fitness coach, I work with only women, which I freaking love, and I never really thought I would like or like care much about like it was kind of I was indifferent to it right I wasn't like dying to be like I want to work with only women or I want to work with only men or like I didn't really care either way when I was in person I obviously I trained both um but now that I'm in the female only world I'm never going back like it's just so nice to have pretty much like a giant group of like your besties and that's who you work with like it's 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 incredible. So right now I work with a little over 80 clients. Um, So my day to day is pretty busy, but I do a great job at organizing it and kind of blocking things off so that I'm not working with 80 people every single day. Like if if you think about it from an in-person realm, you might have 50 clients, but you're not seeing 50 clients every single day, right? You would be a burnt out zombie by the end of your last session. Like that just simply wouldn't work. So the way I go about my day is of those clients, each client is assigned a check-in day. So they know when they're checking in with me and and kind of what that looks like. But my day from my end as a coach, um, the first chunk of my day I want to say like nine 30 to like one ish around lunchtime is check-ins with my clients. Um, and I love, I love, love, love this, this section of the day. Like I said, it's like talking to my besties all day long because I have gotten so close with so many of these women. I mean, I've worked with some of them for almost two years now, which is freaking insane, but it's, it's amazing. Like the relationships is I think a big piece of why I love what I do. Um, but, these check-ins are kind of covering everything. So I talk through my clients' um, nutrition. I talk through their workouts, their mindset. You know, personal development is a huge piece of what I do because as you guys know, with this podcast, the mental side of things, in my opinion at least, is, you know, tenfold more important than the physical changes. The physical changes will happen. They can happen to anybody, really. But if you want to keep them, and you want them to last, and you want to be able to sustain it, you have to transform mentally. Like, that's number one. And it doesn't always happen as number one, right? You'll start to lose weight probably a little faster than you will start to, like, mentally transform your entire outlook on life. That takes years. But they do kind of happen. They have to happen simultaneously. Otherwise, the physical results that you're gaining are going to be here and gone before you know it. So, That first chunk of my day is, like I said, I am a morning person, not a 5 a.m. gal. I I forced myself into that, but my energy levels are always highest in the morning. I would say like around 2 o'clock, they start to like dip down. So I try to front load my day as much as possible. Hence the morning workout, hence the early wake up, hence doing my check-ins with my clients in the morning. That's when I show up. You know what I mean? Like by the end of the day, I'm still there, but like you're getting a much less- energetic, a much less excited, a much less me version of me if I were to do check-ins at like 6 p.m. It's just, it's not there. It's not there for me. So, I mean, for for me as an online coach, the bulk of my work is working with clients. Like, I feel like that's a given. Um, but what's really cool about what I do and, and the company, the higher standard that I work for is it's much more than just me and my clients, me and my clients, me and my clients. It's an entire community. There's so many, like, I mean, group chats. There's so many Facebook lives and videos and information. Like, I think when people think of online coaching, and maybe this is the case for some people, like, they think that they, you know email their coach and they get some information and then like, see you next week kind of deal. Like I try to approach this in such a more personalized manner. And hopefully if any of my clients are listening to this, they're like, hell yeah, we love you D like that would be fantastic. But I I really do try to approach my coaching style from a much more personal and personalized standpoint, um, because I think that guarantees the best results. Um, Just in general with, with anything, if you're coaching or being coached by a robot, like, do, do they care if you're doing well? Do they even know you? Are you just a number? Like, do they even know your name? No, that's that's not the way I'm going about things. And honestly, shame on any online coaches who do things that way. I'm sure it works. I'm sure it gets results for some people, but <laughs> that's not the way I go about it. So during these check-ins, I, like I said, I'm working through uh, nutrition protocols, macro protocols, um, workouts, workout programming, any sort of events coming up. If any of my girls have like a wedding, an anniversary, a dinner, I help to make sure we have a plan in place. It's really just ensuring that what did we do last week? What worked? What didn't? What needs to continue? What needs to change? Boom, repeat. And I like to do it strategically like that because at least for me, I am better with feedback of like what I didn't do well, Um, obviously sprinkled in with a lot of things that you did do well, but knowing more so what to change and what to adjust. So a big chunk of my life and my responsibilities as an online coach are, is making sure my clients are set up for success every day, every week, every month, repeating over and over and over again, because consistency is truthfully the name of the game with any sort of progress health and fitness wise. I mean, anything wise, but making sure that you're not just having a good week every now and then, but it's like, you had a good week. How can we make next week better? And the week after that, even better. And then the week after that is your best week. How do we top that? Building on that momentum is the top priority for me as a coach and making sure that my clients know that and they know exactly what's expected of them heading into the next week afterwards. So Like I said, that takes me a good couple hours, honestly, anywhere from four to five hours of the start of my day. It's like the bulk of my work and me being me, um, I have this rule with myself that I cannot eat lunch until all of my client check-ins are done. And that sounds ridiculous, but like I said, my energy levels, my attention, my everything that I give to my clients is highest in the start of the day. So if I'm lollygagging around and I'm, you know, dragging my feet, I'm getting distracted, I'm playing with my cat and I get half of my check-ins done by the time lunchtime rolls around, oh boy, right? I'm going to have lunch and I'm going to be a little slow again. Like, that's just not me. That's not me at all. And hopefully like, any of my clients will attest to this. Anyone listening to this podcast, I guess you guys know me well enough by now to know I am very, I have very high standards for myself and the work that I put out and the day-to-day that I take on. So that's why I have a pretty firm and strict rule with myself. No lunch until check-ins are finished. And it makes me work efficiently as hell. Why? Because I'm a hungry girl. And when I want lunch, I want lunch. I usually wind up eating around 132-ish which is around the time I finished up check-ins and it works out pretty nicely as I've gotten into more of a rhythm with this throughout the last few months. But lunch rolls around. Um, I typically have a second breakfast for lunch. Guys, if I could have breakfast for every meal of the day, that's what I would do. Like there doesn't need to be lunch foods. Dinner foods are not interesting to me at all. Like if we could just do breakfast, 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 and then some snacks in there, you've got a happy D. So for lunch, we do breakfast part two, which uh, again has been in my rotation for probably the last eight to nine months or more. Like I love it. I eat the foods that I love and I repeat those same foods. They're easy to make. I've made them so much. I have them memorized by heart. They're easy to track in my fitness pal because I just copy and paste every single day. And then I repeat the next day. And hear me out. If I was like force feeding myself, some disgusting lunch that I absolutely hated. Like this would be so hard. Tracking would suck. Making lunch every day would suck. I would be so annoyed. Like I'm not any of those things because I like my lunch. I love my breakfast. I look forward to these meals and tracking them in because it's so easy with doing it so often and so repetitively. So lunch is some sort of egg white vegetable. I always call it an omelet. Is it considered an omelet if there's no cheese? Huh. I gotta look that up. So I, I don't know if maybe it's just a scramble. I don't know. Either way, it's usually some sort of like peppers, mushrooms, tomatoes, spinach, all like sauteed in a pan, egg whites with that, and then avocado on an English muffin on the side. Every single day, repeat, repeat, repeat. Sometimes I'll chop up like some sliced turkey breast, like deli meat, and throw that in there if I need some extra protein, which is always super yummy as well. Um, but I'll take probably a good 30 to 35, maybe 40 minutes or so for lunch just to like sit, chill out, maybe scroll my phone a little bit. I'm usually on Instagram a ton during the day for work, but very rarely am I like scrolling through pictures and like catching up with my friends posts and anything like that. It's kind of like work mode. Uh, So lunch is a good chance for me to just breathe for a hot second, make my lunch, chill for a bit before I kind of jump back into my responsibilities for the rest of the day. So what I was mentioning before, and is pretty unique to the company, the higher standard that I work for, for online coaching is the amount of like engagement that we put out and education that we put out every single week, right? Most online coaches, what do they do? They coach like, duh. And that is a, probably like, I would say 70% of what I do, and eh, maybe 60%, like a lot of other things go into online coaching. And that's always the hardest part to explain because everyone's like, what do you do? Just go on Instagram. Like, what do you do? Just text your clients. Like, oh, it is so much more than that. And I take such pride in what I do where I hate when people downplay it because I'm like, you have no idea. So here's my chance to kind of like break it down. Um, So on top of those client check-ins and kind of working with people all day, like I said, we also put out a ton of education through um, Instagram, through Facebook uh, lives and videos and just creating content that... What's the best way to put it? Just, I mean, education is the best way to put it. It's topics that are relevant, that are frequently asked by some of my clients, some of the other coaches' clients, things that pop up in our own, you know, health and fitness journeys or lessons we've learned essentially to make this whole health and fitness shebang a lot easier because it's hard. It's really hard. And I don't care if you've been at this for five years or you're five days in, it's hard. And no matter what you do or the approach that you take, there's always going to be obstacles, there's always going to be challenge, and there's always going to be the same reoccurring themes that pop up. So we always try to game plan and brainstorm together as like an entire coaching staff on what those topics should be and what the most relevant ideas and education You know, should we bring to the table? If there's a holiday coming up, how do you navigate that holiday? If there's a vacation season coming up or a wedding season coming up, how do we, you know, make sure everyone watching these lives and these videos comes out of it being like, oh, okay, I feel so much better equipped this year heading into my vacation than I did last summer? You know, making sure that I'm not just passively posting on Instagram like I did, you know, a few years ago in college. And I always laugh with uh, my boss, Kaylin, too, where she's like, when I hired you, like your Instagram was interesting. I'm like, "Uh, yeah, because it was me in college just Posting on Instagram like you do in college, right? You're out on the town for the night, you post a picture with you and your girlfriends. Or like for me, gymnastics was a big part of my college career and college life. So it was a lot of like action shots of me doing gymnastics and being with my teammates. And it just, it was not informative. It was not educational. It was not any sort of cohesive anything. It was just an Instagram, right? So for me to transition my Instagram from a social page to like a, hey, this is a business. This is for my work. This is for my career was super interesting. So back to my original point, like everything that I do on my day-to-day also includes, yes, social media. So all those people out there who think I just work on Instagram, you are incorrect. Instagram pays me zero dollars. I don't get any money from posting on Instagram. It's always for that education piece and always just to make sure that, again, the content that I'm putting out there is a good representation of my education, of my knowledge, and just things that I like, kind of just being as genuine as I can be, which is a huge reason why I started this podcast in the first place, um, because there's only so much you can show. On Instagram, right? I can post a bunch of my workouts. That's great. You don't know me from my workout, right? I could post a bunch of selfies. You don't really know me from a selfie, right? You guys know like what I look like or, you know, the, the lifts that I do in the gym. And it goes so much deeper than that. And I try to be, like I said, as personal as I can with my clients because I, truthfully, like I give a shit, right? Like I want to get to know each of these people, just like I want each of you to get to know me. And that's why, like I said, I started this podcast in the first place. So, Getting back to a day in my life, post-lunch is, like I said, a lot of those social media requirements, posts that I put up, any sort of engagement, Facebook Lives, things of that nature. Recording this podcast is, yes, one of my things that I do day-to-day, week-to-week just to make sure that I am doing things to continue growing. And I think honestly, that's one of the hardest or weirdest lessons to learn, I guess, with Instagram is like, you have to be constantly on your A game. You have to be constantly thinking of new ideas, new posts, new content. And for me, I'm very, very new to that. Like I said, rewind a few years, I was posting selfies because I looked good. Like I didn't really think about, you know, how does this grow my page? How does this represent my brand? Um, And honestly, maybe that'll be a cool future episode just to talk about, how crazy social media has become and just the world in and of itself. Whatever, I'm getting off track. (laughs) Anyway, uh, after lunch, a lot of social media goes on uh, in regards to my next responsibility, and that kind of bleeds right into finishing up and wrapping up my day with usually client workout programming, making sure everyone's caught up on their programs, um, finishing out all of my, my end of the day spreadsheets, keeping tabs on my you know, percentages for success rates for clients, percentages for turn-in rates with their check-in, making sure that I'm doing everything I can as a coach to make sure that my girls are showing up, that they're showing up with what they need to be doing, and that I'm continuing to improve every single week. So because I do work from home, I I like to try to do something to break from like my work mode into like my rest mode, if that makes sense. Usually people who work in the office, you know, you leave the office, a.k.a. signaling to your brain and your body, hey, you're not working anymore you are no longer there and that's a very clear distinction but when you work from home as a lot of us do now it's like when does work end and life begin vice versa like what where is that line that boundary um so that has been one of the hardest things transitioning into working from my computer and working anywhere I go is that I can literally work all of the time and sometimes I do And then you realize that, hey, wow, I can't work, you know, 18 hours a day every minute I've been awake. So I've been trying to set my work cutoff time. Um, Just basically the the distinction, drawing that line of like, I'm no longer in the office at around 6 p.m. And just kind of going based on that. Obviously, I'm still available to all of my clients. And I do always kind of make sure that they are set up, they are good to go before I turn everything off for the night. But That's been one of my, my boundaries I set. So check-ins have to be done before lunch and my day needs to be wrapped up. I like to say six, it's probably closer to seven, but making sure that I do have a good few hours of my night to like not be working, to shut my brain off, to turn my phone off, to rest my eyes because dear Lord, these blue light glasses that I got are not doing anything. I feel like my eyes are still burning every single day but it is what it is. I love what I do. I just need some better glasses. Um, so I usually have dinner around that time as well, like 6, 6.30, 7-ish, just depending on my night. Um, I hate dinner foods. Like I said, it's usually super boring. Dinner is like just eat because you know you have to eat kind of meal, like some sort of chicken, some sort of vegetable, some sort of carb and repeat. Like nothing special. I don't like dinner. It's just boring to me. I'd rather have like French toast with like maple syrup and like some strawberries. That sounds way better than any kind of chicken dish. But you get it done because you have to get it done. Most of my chicken and protein in general, I meal prep at the start of the week. So when it comes time for dinner, I don't really have to make anything, so to speak. I just warm up the chicken and then put like whatever veggies I need in a pan and kind of mix it all together so it's all cooked together. And then that's it. it. Takes about 10 minutes and then I'm able to go about the rest of my night. So my nighttime routine has kind of changed a little bit. I've been super into reading lately and not like personal development or anything like that. I was into that for a while, but now I'm kind of drifting more towards just like fictional books and things that take my brain away from the high achieving Enneagram 3 in me that says you need to be doing something in every hour of the day. It's nice to unwind and just read a book. So I just finished reading Verity by Colleen Hoover, which is like the talk of the town. And it was definitely worth the hype, 100%. I read it in three days. I am not a reader. I'm not a fast reader. And I couldn't put the book down. So 10 out of 10 recommend. I'm actually really excited to read her other few books that she has as well, if they're anything like that one. So that's kind of been a little bit of my nighttime routine. Um, Also just making sure that I am getting my clothes out for the gym for the next morning before I go to bed. Like I said, when I wake up, I am sleepy. I have no logical thought. My brain is not awake until I'm like halfway to the gym drinking my white monster. Like I need to have my entire morning laid out in front of me so I don't have to even use a single brain cell. My clothes are laid out. My shoes are laid out. My socks are laid out. Sweatpants, whatever jacket I need because it's freezing out. The keys are right there. Everything is like in one spot. That way I can just get up. I can put my clothes on. I can get out the door. So once that is laid out, I'm like good to go for the night. And I try to get to bed by around like 10, 30. Last night I was up late reading, but around that time, just because I am up super early the next day. So that is kind of the, uh, the routine. And then repeat, Monday through Friday. Like I said, it varies a little bit. Uh, some days I don't work out super early in the morning if I have a rest day or whatever it is. Um, some days of the weeks I have meetings and um, video calls with my clients as well. So those kind of get uh, dispersed in there in addition to all of these other responsibilities. But that's kind of what my a day in my life looks like. And of course, there's some laziness that happens. There's some laying on the couch. There's some, you know, hyping myself up to get through the rest of my day. It's not always this clean cut this time, this time, this time. But I do, like I said, try to stick to as much of a schedule as I possibly can. That way I can kind of stay organized, stay on pace and end my day at a reasonable hour um, and not take as full advantage of the work from home lifestyle as I could and be working till 10 p.m that doesn't sound interesting to me. So that is the way I approach my day. Hopefully that sheds a little bit of light on online coaching as well. Um, I know I really only touched on things briefly. So if you guys want me to go a little bit deeper into kind of what that looks like, or I don't know if you guys are interested in becoming a future client of mine, I am all for it. And I can definitely kind of shed a little bit more light on what that would look like from a client perspective and what you kind of gain from online coaching versus in-person coaching and everything along those lines. But that's how I use my my 24 hours in the day and I I use it pretty efficiently. I get a lot done in that chunk of time and I'm proud of that because it's not always easy and like I said I have incredibly high standards for myself for the work I put out for my workouts for everything that I do. If I'm doing it I'm doing it 100%. There is no 50%. There is no half-assing anything in my book. So if I'm going in I'm going all in. And that's what it looks like. And then we go to sleep and we repeat the next day. So a little bit of insight into a day in my life as an online health and fitness coach and what that looks like. And honestly, I I was talking to my sister about it the other day who I had on here for an episode not too long ago. Um, I wouldn't trade what I do for the world. I would not trade my schedule, my working from home. I, I absolutely love every second of what I do. And I love it even more when I think about not having to commute to the office, not needing to wear, you know a nice blazer and get dressed up when I think about not having to sit in on boring meetings or just any of the things that you could possibly complain about for a job that you don't like, I cannot relate. Definitely cannot relate. So I feel super, super blessed that I was able to work this job, get this job, be hired, the whole nine yards. I said it for so long and I really feel like, I don't know if I truly believe in like manifesting things, but I feel like I manifested the shit out of this job. Because for so long, all I would say is, I just want to be an online coach. I just want to be an online coach. I just want to do my client check-ins from a coffee shop and da, 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 da. And then all of a sudden, I was like, holy shit, I'm doing it. I'm really freaking doing it. So I wouldn't trade my life for the world. As repetitive as it may be day to day, I thrive off of structure. I am a creature of habit through and through. And I freaking love it.